Greetings from Parts Unknown. This is Sonny Sofrito, and I'm joined by the self-proclaimed GM of Yep I Like Wrestling, Teddy Alexandro. The greatest GM of Yep I Like Wrestling. I thought uh, we discussed this already. Yeah, okay. And I am also joined by the blue-haired diva. Yes. That's me. Alex, the great, the queen of the ring. <laughs> And um, we're here to bring you episode zero of Yep, I Like Wrestling podcast, uh, something new that we're doing. Um, and episode zero is basically us giving you guys a insight to who we are so that you know what to kind of expect of us going forward when we start doing our weekly shows. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of a recap of, of the weekend wrestling and discussing it and giving our very unique insights from our perspectives. Yeah. First off, this is my first time meeting Alex. You're very pretty. Thank you. I don't normally like people prettier than I am, but oh. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to learn to love you. That's all I want to say. So yeah. Well, you're very tall, so I am. Thanks. <laughs> so, the tallest man in the world. Yes. I make up me. for both of our heads. So. <laughs> you and Sonny, actually. I make up for everyone's height. So, if I stand on Alex's shoulders, you'd still miss me by 3 inches yeah, probably. like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm not that short, am I? <laughs> Well, right. we come in like like small, medium, large, so it's great. See, yeah, but, yeah, but we're like the Russian dolls, you know, the, yeah. the, the little dolls that are inside of each other. You know what? You saying that, I don't even want to know where you're going I with that. just said inside of each other. We're exactly. only like two minutes into the yeah, program. Yeah, bro. Oh, That's my God. That's the kind God. of show we're going to have today. Already Jesus know where we're, Christ. You know where this is going. No yeah. PG for us. No PG for yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Attitude era. Mm. Yeah, no, they, no, there's going to be a lot of PG. Please, God. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of PG in this Don't one. Never give me a live microphone. That's your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, anyway, um, so to so start things off, let's kind of give everybody an idea of the type of wrestling fans we are. So, um, let's start off with Alexandra. I mean, Alex. I was about to say Alexandra, but don't, don't, don't give off my government, please. No, 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 no. no. The reason why is because he's Teddy Alexander, oh. uh, Alexandro. So it's like it's Alice and Alex <laughs> and Sonny. Well, there's the name of the new show right there, Alex, Alex and Alex. Alex, Alex. yeah, Alex and Alex. Yeah. it's like Alex and Annie, but without the bracelets. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know that store really too well because I bought mad stuff in there. <laughs> All the ladies have all the, all the ladies in my life basically have Alex and Annie braces. But anyway, that's another that's another thing. So <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's a different podcast. That's the where you spend your money podcast. So oh, uh, where you spend your money and keep your ladies happy. So uh, start off with Alex, the blue haired diva. Yeah. Um, so who's your favorite wrestler growing up? Growing up, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, the was my favorite wrestler. Hit. But. Also, I had a love for Shawn Michaels, and I had a deep fear for The Undertaker. So it was a mix, split down right, right down the middle. So, so okay. So when when they had the the Shawn Michaels retirement match, where 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 in in your childhood were you at? Where were you feeling? Were you like pro the retirement match? Yeah, WrestleMania. Okay, how old was I? Probably teenager, right? That was. Well, when I saw that, I was very much an adult, so I was rooting for both. But when it was the casket match back in the day, yeah, I I didn't know who to who to root for because I wanted to root for Shawn Michaels, but I had this 
like fascination with the Undertaker. So I was like hiding behind my couch, like, oh my god, I don't know, somebody bury somebody. Um, but that WrestleMania match, I was split right down the middle. I was because it was the streak versus the career. I don't know who I don't know who I wanted to last. Um, yeah, I was split. You sound like you're still split. I am still split. <laughs> I am. I really am. Like, when the replays come on, are you, like, torn? Like, not this shit again. <laughs> torn? No, I just get goosebumps again. That was such a good match. Yeah, it was. It was such it was. a good match. It was probably, like, in this decade, probably, like, top three best good match. Probably number one, honestly. Okay. In my heart. First so. or second match? Because the, cause you, the first. The first one? The first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When he came one. out in, in basically his white yeah, Undertaker yeah, yeah. When attire. Yeah, it was like Heaven versus Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, that was the absolute best one. I actually saw it the other day. Have you guys seen it lately? I have yeah. seen it. Maybe about a month ago I watched it. It's, okay. Yeah, still it's... holds up. Still so good. And the story the story that they tell in the ring is fantastic. Yeah. Still so good. Definitely. Well, how about you, Teddy? Um, my favorite or my favorite Undertaker moment? Your favorite growing up? My favorite growing up, believe it or not, was Rowdy Piper. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Um, any type of shit stirrer, <laughs> surprise, surprise. I've always loved them growing up. Um, and then I had my Undertaker phase. And then once the Attitude Era hit, it was all about Sable. I wouldn't care who else was on TV. I was watching for Sable. That was it. Okay. Like, yeah. That was just, yeah. All right. So. I remember as a kid, I would like run around the house with my hands on my boobs after after that moment with her. And my dad's like, "All right, you need to chill. <laughs> Wrestling is not real, and that's why he killed it for me." I'm like, "No, it's real. Uh, my tits are everywhere." I'm like six years old doing this. Jesus. <laughs> that's my fondest moment of like memory of Sable. Sable had a profound yeah. yes. And so you know, this is going to be a taste of where we're going to be going with this podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. They, basically, people, when they start hearing this, they're going to be like, all right, hold on. Let me see who this girl is. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go through my Instagram like, show me your tits with your hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I get worse right now, so it's fine. You're going to okay. get Photoshop handprints on your, on your chest? <laughs> Just Photoshop my face. Like... <laughs> like on Sable's, on Sable's body. body. Yeah, you've got 25 new followers just there. Will, just yeah. from saying that. Somebody, right. somebody, photo like Photoshop it, and I'll autograph it <laughs> when we meet up. Wow, you know what? Damn, that just turned into 50 followers right now. Trip, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. 50. I know, but I'm talking about within the oh, 10 here. seconds after, as this yeah. is being as this is being heard, you're gonna have so many so many people. Yeah, they're saying. definitely wiping the lotion off and just like taking note on that. Shout out to Rena Merrow. Like, you know, Sable just, yeah, she just, yeah, really. Yeah, Rena Merrow. Even oh, though, yeah. even, even though, you know what, when it comes to the ladies, I think the hottest one to me was always Trish Stratus. She was. She came at the right time, but there have been hotter women. Who? Uh, Sable, for one. Nah, Candace I can't, I, Michelle. I, I, can't, I was going to say Candace Michelle. Candace Michelle. I can't get behind Sable. I can't get be- uh, There's something about Sable that it was just... Even though I know Sable and Candace Michelle and Trish all have implants, Trish seemed the most natural. <laughs> There was, the most it, natural it, implant. Okay, yeah, like yes, like that, it, it was that, just the it was okay, the yes. it was the yeah, best yeah. it was the best boob job of them all. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag na- natural 
boobies all the way. Exactly. Forever. So, so it was just, it was just like she just had like a natural. She was just, she just came off as naturally hot, even though some of it was enhanced, as opposed to like Sable seemed a little too enhanced. Yes. Like it was like it just didn't go. Um, and I, this is me, but I remember looking at Candice Michelle and ju- and just kind of looking at her chest and saying, they look a little bit lopsided. Oh no! Really? Yeah, it was a maybe it was it was just a bad yeah, but there was something about it. It just, I mean, even uh, damn if if I have to really go down like I really like Lita, but Lita didn't have any hips. Uh, like I really broke. Yeah, I was really. You know, China WrestleMania 17 around that time, she was looking pretty good. She too. was. Yeah. Her final WrestleMania, she did look yeah. quite tasty. Oh yeah, because yeah. she yeah, because she was very mannish. And then oh yes, like you ever seen uh, um Beyond the Mat, the documentary yes. from back then? Yes, of course. Yes. Seeing her looking so mannish, but then she's like getting a manicure and pedicure, and she and her voice, because I never heard her voice before. That and was I, right. that high pitched voice. Yeah. She always did. Yes. And I was like, what? That was like the beginning of DX when it was like Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and her. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 exactly. She was looking a little mannish, and then she got plastic surgery, and then posed for Playboy, and then huh? that was more than Eddie just plastic Girl surgery. That was her. more like reconstruction surgery because yeah, like her definitely. her jaw was like definitely different for sure. Yeah, well, she had broken her jaw. They wired it shut, and she lost all that weight because she couldn't eat. So her body started to change differently. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. So that's how she lost the mannish physique. That's right. And yeah, damn, I knew that right. whole like sexual chocolate thing. Oh yeah. damn, I didn't even I didn't even know that. Yeah, with Mark Henry. Yeah, that's she right. She was on like a liquid diet of some sort, and so she started to lose a lot of muscle, and it, it worked out for her. It worked okay. For her. Definitely worked out for her. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Joey. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Is it? Look at you. Show wrestling facts. She's my like boy. an encyclopedia. I'm on your level. Don't see. worry. I'm on your level. Okay, good. <laughs> see, I, I don't know. I feel like you're going to be surpassing my level. So I don't know. We're going to see about that. It's okay. We'll school you. Yeah. It, it feels that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be straight up. There was a time that I checked out of wrestling and then checked back in. Then I checked out again. So, like, I checked out post WrestleMania 4. Okay. WrestleMania 4 5. Okay. I'm dating myself right now. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. WrestleMania yeah. four. I think right. I was two, but I mean, who was in? Jesus was, Christ, I, fam. Was it in color? That's Damn. all I wanted to know. Was it in color? <laughs> was it? I believe color just Might came be. out, right? Just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was, it was, it was, it was in most households, not all, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was in many. Right. Yeah. So when you, so who was your childhood favorite? So. Gonna go in two two different directions. Childhood favorite for me was two different guys. Uh, Hulk Hogan. I was a Hulkamaniac. Okay. Taking your vitamins, yeah. Yep, taking my vitamins, saying my prayers, all that stuff. Um, and Tito Santana. Ah, Strike Force. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but that was before Strike Force. It was because the Tito Santana. No, even before that. I'm talking about when. Uh, damn, dating myself again. But yep, go ahead, keep going. So he had this ill feud with Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Greg it was Valentine. Yeah, and it was so the driest hair ever. But yeah. go ahead. And it was so vicious and so, and, and I mean they really went at it all time and time again, to the point that I think Greg the Hammer Valentine took out Tito for a minute, and then when he came back. I marked out huge when he all of a sudden it was like he had been training and he learned how to do the figure four. Meanwhile, 
retrospect, I'm like, shit, I should've, everybody could do the figure four. But, <laughs> you know, him doing the figure four was like, oh, yes, he got it. It was like an equalizer that he finally found. So, um, Tito Santana, because it, it, it was someone that I felt like I could, I could relate to. Because, I, cause I, you know, I used to be like, oh, I think he's Puerto Rican like me. Yeah. Uh, even though he was, I think, I, I'm not. Mexican? I, no, he was, he was Puerto Rican, was he? I don't think he is. No? Mexican, I think. I don't know. We're gonna have to look that up while we while we continue yeah. talking. Um, even though there was somebody before my time that I found out about after that was still wrestling at the time, which was Pedro Morales, mm-hmm. which yes. I I was like, oh, cool, but I just couldn't really relate to the dude because they never he was never on the mic anyway. But um, but then yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan, and before that whole racist shit came out, I remember meeting him at, at Comic Con. <laughs> And I was just like, um, like I felt like a starstruck kid. <laughs> that even my my girlfriend was just like, I've never seen him like this. <laughs> like it was it was horrible. I was like, oh my he god. Got you back to your childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought back memories of my dad. It was like crazy. I was like, uh, uh. But then after that whole racist shit came out, I was like, Ugh. yeah, well, never mind. I take all these feelings back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, that was exactly how I felt. I was like, uh, yeah, you know, I can't fuck with that dude. But um, yeah, those are the two growing up. Um. When I was very little, later on, damn, I kind of I, I I was a huge fan of Sting, um, huge fan of um, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Yeah, um, I loved Roddy Roddy Piper when when he yes. turned when he turned out yeah. when he turned face. I was like, yes. I mean, even when he was you know a face, he was still sort of a heel. That's why yeah, I loved him. He yeah. has the uncanny ability to piss off anybody. Yeah, which yeah. was a catalyst for my life. Now, like, um, just, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I was never a Bret Hart dude. No, he was so boring. See, I was never a Bret Hart person, but when I had the chance to meet him at Comic Con, you would have thought that I was. Like, really? I was freaking out, and he was like drawing on the table. And it was really cool, and he was very nice, I would say that, but I should have worn my Shawn Michaels shirt that day, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. Hey, Brett screwed Brett. Yeah, it was, it was the anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. I Shawn Michaels looks that pretty live. good. Yeah. Bret Hart does not. The, the years have not been good to Brett. So like no, that was that was a that was a time when I was actually checked out when the Montreal Screwjob happened. I was not in. Then I I got back into wrestling a little time after that. Then I was in it until, cause you know what it was. I was actually watching a lot of WCW. Mm, I was okay. watch, I watched a lot of WCW because I was a big because I was a big fan of of uh, you Sting. know Dusty Rhodes, Sting. Um, I always hated Flair, <laughs> but but you know realizing now it's like. It was a hate love because he was so good as a heel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, I never watched one episode of WCW growing up. Not one single one. Are you serious? Yeah. I was always a WWF fan. And uh, no, I didn't I didn't start to look like Ric Flair until he came to the WWE, as, you know, as a co-owner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I became such a Flair mark that I bought all these old WCW videos. And I learned how to do the walk and the woo and all this stuff. And I made my nephews watch it and I taught them. So I was sort of like, after WCW folded, Okay. then I became a Ric Flair fan. But I never watched it growing up. And to this day, I have never watched an episode of NXT. And NXT, I've, I've wow. never watched NXT. And people tell me it's the best on. 
I've never watched one episode of NXT. Oh, wow. Not one. Yeah. See, I'd say if you're going to watch NXT, like, go back. I'd say start, I don't know, probably start right before that first Brooklyn takeover. Because that was just when it was so good. But I have to agree with you. I never saw a Monday Night Nitro. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Growing up, I had an, I had two older brothers, and in the living room was WWF, Monday Night Raw, and then in his room would be WCW, and I would try to go back and forth, but he's like, get out of here, you're my younger sister, piss off. I just couldn't so. get a hold of it. You, you know what's so crazy? And I I was watching WCW, a lot of it, I guess because of the nostalgia aspect of it, because they had so many of the wrestlers I had liked when I was younger. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, Bischoff, you know, trying to spoil WWF at the time by saying their results and everything else actually made me say, hey, you know what? Check out what's going on on, on Raw. Right. That's what happened when Mick Foley won the story. Yeah, yeah that yeah, famous yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I actually started tuning on to WWF because they did that. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was kind of weird that that, and then, and, you know, the combination of that and everybody talking about Cause like when I first turned on to see The Rock and Stone Cold, I was like, "All right, what is this?" I I, I didn't get it. But then as I started watching, I'm like, "Oh, these characters are pretty dope. Yeah, pretty original." Shout out to Dwayne Johnson, who's doing great right about now. Wow, he's doing he's well so. Better that's off. a rock I would love to go rock climbing on. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Shout out to Dwayne Johnson. PG. I met him once. <laughs> I met him. In the WWF store in Times Square. Okay. Oh, the WWF yes. store! I spent right. so much money there. there. So, so I got a fun- shout out to the Hard Rock Cafe because that's what the, that's yeah. the name of it is now. <laughs> so, so, so you guys know I was doing a lot of club promoting for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One of the spots I did was the World, which was the WWF restaurant. Yes. Oh, okay. And we did so many parties that like. It's funny because I always call it like my most successful failure because we used to bring in people like crazy, but our overhead was so freaking high because it was unionized that we would leave there and be like, uh, yeah, I didn't make shit. But anyway, <laughs> but the whole thing is that I had so much fun there because we had wrestlers come through and just hang out. Dude, like I, Batista came to one of the parties at one point, Rey Mysterio without his mask, Melina. Wait, was it Melina? I think it was Melina. Um, it, it was like ruthless aggression ever. ever. Mm-hmm. We had like a lot of those guys come through just to hang out in their private VIP section. But then whenever there was, because you know, the security that's there, the days of the nightclub were also there for any any other time of the day. So like if there was like a special signing or whatever, I can always dip in because they're not going to stop me. I'm, I'm with them on the weekends. Right, right, right. So I shook. I, I shook hands with Vince McMahon one time, leaving. Oh uh, Shane. Vinnie Mac. Um, Mick Foley. Um, Terry Reynolds once flirted with me at WWF New York. <laughs> no way. Yes, at an autograph signing, I bought her a T-shirt that said Diva. Uh, and she looked me up and down and she says, My, my, aren't you a long, tall drink of water? And my nephew was with me. He must have been about 10. And he gives me this like... <gasps> so... Although I have no interest in picking up Terry Reynolds. <laughs> My nephew was with me, so I had to put on a show as if I was trying to pick up Terry Reynolds. So I had to put on the show. And I was like, why, you thirsty? That was the best I could come up with. And yeah, that was the best I could come up with. You know, I'm uh, sure Terry knew what the deal was. The only one who didn't know what the deal was was my poor nephew. <laughs> Shout out to Christian. How are you, darling? But uh, yeah, she totally flirted with me. And 
that was my <laughs> WWF New York experience. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I have plenty of this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um. That's the best. Yeah, that's, that, that's a story. That's a story. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. Um, so, as far as what, what is, what is like, what is your favorite type of, of, uh, of of angle you know is it is it something where you have uh the david and goliath story where is the the underdog trying to overcome is it do you like the brutal matches that is just like they're just going balls to the wall on it i got you um like start off with teddy what's yours i know i'm gonna get a lot of shit for this but this won't be the first time that i've pissed people off any type of backstage impromptu catfight I'm not too much for like, okay, women in the ring, great. They've come a long way. Shout out to Charlotte Flair. I miss the days of a good cat fight. ECW cat fight was my favorite. I'm talking about thongs and high heels and Francine rolling around. That shit used to drive me crazy. Me, I have seven nephews and we used to watch it coming up and it would just, pandemonium would ensue when there was a cat fight. And for a while, WWE used to do that. Just yeah. the girls just pulling at each other's hair back there. I fucking love that shit. So anytime, and the last one to really do it was Lana and Summer Rae. Do you remember when they would like, they would yeah, get at each other right. in that oh, cat yeah. fighting? Like, when they were fighting over Fandango? Was yeah, that? Fandango, wasn't it? Well, no, it was Russo. Cause Summer Rae was dressed as Lana. Right, 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 right. Oh, Russo. that's right. Cause, that's they, cause right. that was when, uh, she, when uh, Lana was with uh, Ziggler for a minute, yes. right? Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. Okay. And uh, this was the first time Lana had ever gotten physical and she still had the power suit on and she took off the heels and I was like, oh shit. I grew up in the Bronx. I know when a girl takes the heels off, we're about to get some shit. And they had this, they had this cat fight outside the ring and I remember cheering and my boyfriend's like, shut up, that's the stupidest thing. But it's like, I miss those days. And they did it for about three weeks straight just the yeah. fighting i think summary hit her with a fish one time and that fucking love that shit like i lo i love shit like that i All absolutely right. do alex how about you oh man i love a good underdog story but i feel like underdog stories can only happen like once maybe twice a decade like the daniel bryan storyline was perfect yeah um, I wasn't too keen on the Rey Mysterio one, but I still got behind it because I love a good underdog story. Um, I do have to say I'm glad that we're past the cat fights. Although, when it, when the storyline calls for it, like the Lana and Summer Rae, I can, I can laugh for it. You know, I can laugh a bit. Um, but I'm so glad we are past the bra and panties and we're actually doing main eventing like hell in the cell matches and i love it <laughs> too i love it too but i love bra and panties evening gown swimming pools uh it's, paddle on a yes. pole i'd love i would be at my team the snow snow bunny matches um the chocolate pudding matches i miss don marie in a chocolate pudding match i miss those i love that Absolutely love it. But it, when it calls for it. When it calls for it. Like when it calls for it, I can ring, get behind it as well. If yeah, two guys yeah. are in the ring fighting and their two managers are on the outside and they lock up, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. yeah. Like, Cause I like that okay. too. So you like a sloppy fight, in other words. <laughs> I do. <laughs> He's from the Bronx, so he likes when I it gets do. a little dirty. <laughs> I like two girls settling their differences in 30 <laughs> seconds. I fucking love that shit. Don't well, put Lana well, in a three-minute match against Naomi, because now I have to pretend that Naomi can't whoop that ass. So, like, <laughs> all you're missing is, like, the Vaseline on the face and yes! shit. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's and true. the Spanish curse words. That's what, that's what I like. And that classic catfight song. Remember that catfight song back in the day? There was a catfight song? There was, like, there was about to be a what? 
girl, girl fight. fight. Girl, girl fight. fight. That's yes. Girl oh fight. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of cat fight, my favorite my favorite sound bite ever is Joey Styles screaming cat fight on Easy Death. I, I, it used to be my ringtone, not on this phone, but it used to be. I, look, that whole cat fight. It, you can't beat that. Yo, can't beat that. cat fight as a ringtone. That shit is. It was. It was that good, that yeah. is special. I had his. Oh my god! As my like as my text tone. Does anybody See? even text me? It's like oh, oh the my good god. old days. The good old days. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I like any angle as long as I'm a huge mark. So as long as like the story is good and I can mark out appropriately, I'm all for it, honestly. Okay, like you know, it's crazy. One of the one of the, like I, one of the stories that that was told in the ring that I still think about because I just thought it was so dope was that Triple H versus Undertaker match with Shawn Michaels as the the referee. Yeah, oh, that was so good. When when at, at the end of the match where it's like they just went at it and. And, um, and and he, like Triple H is just like, I've given you all that I can. You know what? Suck it. Where he does <laughs> yeah. a, does a chop block, and it was like he was like, you know what? You gonna take me out? Take me out. But you know what? You're not taking me out without a fight. And he did suck yeah. it. And then then the match ended. And it was like, I mean, the part after that, the preceded it where they that they went back and carried him to the back. That was dope too. But that last like man. F you, man. Yeah. And that was really good, too, because it almost seemed like he was, like, defending Shawn Michaels, like, his friend. Yeah. And that was, in that match, that was good, too, because Shawn Michaels was the referee and hit The Undertaker with the, to, um, the, the sweet chin music. Sweet chin music, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was, that pinfall was the pinfall where he it, he kicked out right at three. Yeah. Yeah. And that was amazing. And that that pop was just so good. Yeah, that match was really good. That angle. Taker can too. always bring. I just watched um, Flair versus uh, Shawn Michaels. Flair's retirement. No. Oh. Because I watched uh, ESPN's 30 <laughs> for 30, 30 for 30, which was awesome, by the way. Oh, Shout yeah, out to see. that. That I, I actually still have it saved on my DVR. Yeah. yeah. If you're but a wrestling I, fan and you haven't seen that, oh, you have jump to. on it, dude. I, jump on it. I've I've actually had my mom watch, and yes. she was like, yeah. my mom and my girlfriend. My mom is she's a little bit on the cusp because she came through to uh, to the um, Survivor Series pay per view party okay. that we did, and she was actually at the table like clapping, watching the screen, yes. like "Oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> um, but my girl, who's like not into it, and she's give I give her credit, she she gave it a shot and everything. Mm-hmm. But she was she watched it, and she was like, "Wow." shows you a whole other side of Ric Flair yeah. Yeah. but that made me want to watch his final match yeah. and I think him and Sean put on a hell of a show yeah, oh, yeah. like if you didn't get goosebumps in that match if you didn't want Flair to just that one more win you really although we I think we all knew what was happening we yeah, knew that course. Flair was yeah. being pulled out but those two men did a hell of a job and if you didn't cry during the I love you I'm sorry yeah, oh, like yeah, that you was, have that was, no soul but, but here's the thing okay so this is so my love for wrestling is is kind of all over the place because I love the you know the in-ring product is one thing but it's the production on a TV level that's another and it's like for them to catch that I love you yeah. at that perfect moment I mean it's easy for that to get screwed up yeah you know sure. so it's like it kind of shows like damn yo they really like made sure that he went over that match and everything it's like a broadway show yeah it's a broadway production yeah, yeah. you've read Fra- flair's book mm-hmm. um with him and charlotte 
I haven't read it yet. I've, I've read it. It's pretty good. Uh, that whole match with Shawn Michaels. Ooh. Shawn Michaels literally told Flair, I'm doing this. You shut up. Yeah. You do as I say. The entire match. I yeah. remember yeah. an interview with Shawn Michaels, or I feel like either an interview or audio, but it was something where Shawn Michaels, I remember the sound, listening to the soundbite that Shawn Michaels had said, he wrote something, like wrote out the script for it, and he looked at that, he looked at, uh, he told Ric Flair, don't you screw this up, like, like make sure you, you know, you 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 stick to, you stay in character or, or whatever, and like he, like he got on him, like don't don't fuck this up, yeah. and it just, and it, I mean it went, it was just a beautiful match. Yeah. Yeah, you which know. you got some balls to tell Ric Flair like stick to the script. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I think at that at that point of his career, it wasn't like Rick was like in the driver's seat. It wasn't like he was a Ric Flair of of old. He wasn't. But if you right. read the book, he was not ready to retire. Vince told him we're yeah. retiring you, but Flair was against it. He yeah. did not want to retire. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and then he went to TNA. And we, and we know, and we know how that went. The only the, shout out to Dixie Carter. The only good, the, <laughs> the only good thing about him in, in TNA was us getting Jay Lethal. Oh yes. my god! It has it is the best oh, YouTube man. video ever. That's you, my line. That's my line. You can't do me. You can't do me. No, but I love I love when Ric Flair goes mirror mirror on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Look right here in the front row." And oh. the, the, the hip thrust was like, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. And then the woo off. Yes. Oh my god! Oh the my woo god, off. The woo off was so good. Poor Taz didn't know where to go on commentary. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they were they were they were that totally was clueless really on commentary. And a, and a young AJ Styles in that ring too. That's right. Yeah. 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 No, with no facial hair and yeah. short hair. Yeah, that's right. You forget AJ Styles was in TNA forever and a day. Yeah, yeah. That's with true. a better haircut than he does and now. He, I don't know what's going on with that hair. He, but. he had pretty good matches with Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. TNA wasn't a total flop. There have been some good things coming out of TNA it. TNA had a lot of gems, but they, it was like they couldn't. They could never make a complete piece of jewelry. <laughs> it was like they had the pieces. She doesn't have the budget of Vince McMahon. Dixie yeah. Carter just does not. She doesn't yeah, have but, the wherewithal either. I mean, yeah, I think it's more the wherewithal because I mean. You may not have the budget, but you can still do a lot with little. That's, and I, I felt like they always kept on dropping the ball with directions where they were going. Especially, it, it, it was to me, it was always like production of it. The production of it, it was like they had too many highs and lows that, you know, when you're watching a show, you have to treat it as a show, not just individual matches, because you want to take take people on on a, on on a journey throughout the entire show. That's that's why I I, I appreciate a lot of stuff that WWE. He does because like think about say WrestleMania 30 mm -hmm. you know you start off with that match with Daniel Bryan and Triple H that gets him you know he, he overcomes it but then you had if I remember correctly there was a, a couple of matches where the heel went over in in the middle so it was like you have to take him on a journey where you're taking him up and down up and down and then you kind of end it on a high note because wrestling to me is is the one form of entertainment where you have to antagonize your audience just as much as you entertain. Yeah, yeah but I think everyone checked out in that WrestleMania when the streak was over. There was a lot of people that left the arena. Yeah, there was. There was. I but, mean... No, I do see what, you, what you're saying. But with that <laughs> WrestleMania, everyone, there was a big high and then... Where was the place you used to do the WrestleMania... The viewing parties. It was over on 10th Avenue. Oh, you're talking about Mimos on 50th and uh, 10th Avenue. I walked out of Mimos. I grabbed my book and walked out. When 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 the streak was over, I stood up, 
and walked out in a very dramatic fashion. Although, whenever I walk, it's a dramatic fashion. But I was really <laughs> highly pissed off that night. Like, I stormed out and I went back to Jersey. I was Yo, like, you know son what? of a bitch! <laughs> you know what? I remember that shit. I just couldn't. I remember you saying, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he just came up to me like, yeah, I'm out. I, I, I can't watch anymore. I took a picture of me like with this mouth gave it open and I just wrote N and then a bunch of O's like, no! Yeah. I just couldn't. I mean, yeah, we you were weren't the only one. There was like, there was, there was about five other people that said, "Yo, fuck this, I'm out." That's First of crazy. all, it came out of left field. Yeah, but to it watch did. that, to witness that, and then I just didn't understand how we just went back to him, then winning at WrestleMania. It was like, okay, the street ending should have been his career being ended. Yeah. Why then make him beat Bray Wyatt? Why let him beat Shane McMahon to then have whew, Roman Reigns do it all over again? Like. Why didn't we just do this the first time? So, like I just said, you have to antagonize your crowd just as much as you entertain your crowd. <laughs> it's true. It just so made Bray you, Wyatt look so, bad. So, you leaving early that night, mission accomplished. Yeah, that's true. I stormed out. Yeah. I don't even think I paid the check. I just stormed out. Yeah, there was a couple people that didn't pay the check, so I don't know. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. There, I was irate. Yeah. No, there was a couple people that just, they just, they just spazzed out and just bounced. Like. You know, they just, they, I mean, they took it like, per, like, it was almost as if Vince literally punched them in their mouth, like, came to Mimos, punched them in their mouth, and then left. Yeah. And they were like, I, I, I'm, I cannot take this anymore. And I'm out. It, I, it, it was the, it, whew, yeah, it was I was, bad. I was shocked. I couldn't, I was speechless. And I then, was completely speechless when I saw that. Remember the black guy in the front row? Like, didn't they, didn't they yeah. meme him for years? I met the him they at still, they, they still meme him. I met him at SummerSlam, and I was like, you're the Undertaker. Selfie? I was like, hell yeah, I do. Oh my god, Fuck that yeah, you're famous. Kid. Yeah, no, the guy had a shirt. He had his yeah, own shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm the Undertaker Street guy. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That picture is iconic. Yeah, that there's still yeah. memes. As a matter of fact, memes and gifts, because you know how like you uh in your cell phone, now you you know, like on my my iPhone and even on Facebook, you can actually do like gift uh, gift uh, comments. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and like I did, I just typed in wrestling because I was sending something to a friend, and that dude came up like five different times. Wow. And with like different things in the background, like people started getting creative and like putting stuff around them. Yeah. So, My boyfriend will text me like, "Hey, I did the dishes," and I'll send him that gift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good one. Good one. Wow. I'm so glad my lady doesn't follow wrestling because I, I, I definitely would have gotten that shit a couple of times. Like this past weekend, I was cleaning. She's like, really? Oh, thank you. I'm like, you're welcome. I guess that's the first time for everything, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Did somebody come in over that you didn't tell me about? I'm like, no. Was there any other time that we were that shocked besides the streak ending? Did you guys ever have that, like, that, oh, my God, that happened moment? Yes. Kane's debut. Okay, I, ripping the door off the Hell in the Cell. Yes, because I was I was pretty young when that happened, and at that point I was very fearful of the Undertaker, but I still loved him, mm -hmm. absolutely loved him. And when that happened, I was stuck on the couch. I could not move. I could not say anything. My mom kept poking me, like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" <laughs> and I was I just I all I could do was just shake my head. I just couldn't believe it. And that was the moment where. It was a shock value, but also like yes. this is real to me, one hundred percent. I got I got one for you, Eric Bischoff showing up on Raw. Ah oh, yes. yes, that 
I've never seen an audience recoil or the same. Like when Vince hugs him, it was just like that sort of yeah. yeah. Like when you see your grandparents make out, you're just like, I love you, but <laughs> ew. Yeah, my yeah. asshole like just shot up up to my stomach. Yeah, yeah. That was an asshole shooting moment. <laughs> I, wow, I, I've never thought I'd say that on a podcast. Wow. Well, see, I'm glad it wasn't me. She said everyone was expecting yeah. me to talk about assholes. <laughs> see, look, it was the blue hat diva. First one in. Hey, <laughs> cross that off your bucket list. So, uh, <laughs> so shocking moments. All right, so our shocking moments. Uh, so is that your so your shocking moment is Undertaker? Um, sort of. Yes, my shocking moment would probably be Foley versus Undertaker, Hell in the Cell. I've oh, never seen a coming person coming off a cell, going through a table. Oh, that to this day, I still like. I can't believe Foley survived that. You know. Yeah. You know the what? Off commentary. After okay. that. that yeah. one, and and the funny thing is that that one not so much, but the one through the top of the ring. Yeah, the whole match. Yeah. It just kept getting progressively worse. Yeah, it, it definitely did. It was. And then it was. commentary made it that much worse. My like, God, he got a family. My God, he's broken in half. My, God. stop the damn match! Like, all right, JL, relax. And the tooth going through like his upper. That's lips, the dude. thing. And I remember looking at it the first time, saying, "Is that a booger?" <laughs> no, I thought, I thought it was, it was like a, a napkin. Thumbt- I thought it was his thumbtack. I thought oh, that's what yeah, it was. That's that was up there. It's actually his tooth. Yeah, and it was his tooth that went through his his upper lip. That was amazing. If you ever if you ever see an uh, interview with the Undertaker, he said, "I thought I killed him yeah. when he went off." He said, "I thought you, I thought you." He told Foley, "I thought you were dead." See, I thought the uh, like me just because, you know, I'm just automatically assuming that they everything's freaking planned, and so I thought the table was gimmick that it was you know to a degree that maybe some cushioning underneath, even though that's just still hard. I'm not saying that it's easy by any no. stretch of the imagination, but you know, I thought the the going through the top of the hell of the hell, the, the cell. cell was worse and even he said he actually that a lot of people in the back thought that appreciated that one more than the off the cage but looking at it again it does look really bad but Shawn Michaels had a similar bump as well so that's why you, you see it with Shawn Michaels and you see it with Mick Foley that's what because remember when Shawn Michaels went off the, the well he came off the side of it like he was dangling off the side and then you know falls out oh, yeah. that's no one right, had ever been that's tossed. right and oh, then Foley's like 300 yeah, some yeah. odd yeah. pounds yeah. And the taker was like, okay, you want to do this? Well, We're going to do this. Nobody knew about that, right? Like, that wasn't planned. Just taker and like, Foley. Like, it was just them. It was them. Just taker. Oh, it was just them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They were. They had that all planned. Foley told think, him, I want to go off the cage. And yeah, Undertaker was like, are you sure? Because. like, yeah, I want to do it. So all right. Out and JR and um, the King. King said that they didn't even expect yeah. it. Because they didn't move. If you look back, they didn't move from their seats. Shit, I'm gonna go right back. I'm gonna go back and watch that shit tonight. Yeah, that's it's a, a good, good one. one. I gotta see that again. I haven't that's seen it in a while. Like I saw it years ago, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Wow. It was King of the Ring, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like '98. So, what was your "Oh my God" moment in the ring? Um. Damn, you know, it's kind of hard because I've seen some moments that I've just been like, "Oh shit." Um. I don't know why. Just thinking, of, just us talking about an oh my god moment. I I go back to watching WCW NWA and seeing Ric Flair. It was, it was either Ric. Fla- I think it was either Ric Flair or Arn Anderson grading somebody's face along against the floor. No. Yeah, it was like it was some angle. I forgot who it was, but I just remember going, "Oh shit!" Like. You know, and, and and for a long time saying, yeah, that's just not fake, man. But it's like the, the 
like it's it was such a a, a crazy it, you know the imagery of it was just so vicious because you know it's one thing that you know you're doing something in the ring and you and it's a, it's a hard, really hard bump but that's just really just straight up vicious to just grade somebody's face on the floor if you watch anything with abdullah the butcher like, oh the, yeah. abdullah the oh my Terry god Funk, like yeah. wrapping himself in barbed wire like he's like asian crazy oh, yeah. you got that shit right like, just any terry fucking yeah. cactus jack yes. match yeah abdullah the butcher that. was was ridiculously yeah. vicious. taking a fork to someone said although new jack he does get a rap rather vicious as well like sometimes you can't yeah can't but it's, but if you've seen abdullah the butcher seeing new jack is like oh okay i've seen this before <laughs> you know it's 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 no joke, but I mean, still, it's kind of like, damn. Some stuff from Japan gets rather brutal too. Like I've seen oh some video. Oh my god! Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Light bulbs and. Yeah, oh. there's this one. Uh, there's a list on YouTube, and it was a New Japan wrestling match where they were a match in the middle of the ocean, surrounded by sharks, and no I think way. the ropes were made of barbed wire. Really? Yeah. Did you hear about this? I'm gonna look that up. No. I gotta, yeah, I, re- I read about that one. All right, so you know what? I gotta I gotta look that up. And I think like every like ten minutes there was like an explosion in the water as well. Something it was something wild. Sounds like an episode so many, of Inspector like, Gadget. <laughs> My God. Exploding sharks. I, I feel like the ref is, is Doctor Evil. <laughs> yeah. Laser sharks. <laughs> and the winner gets ten million dollars. <laughs> My word. Jesus, yeah, that's like, that's it's like the Hunger Games or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Only the strong survive. Yeah, <laughs> I have to look that up and, and send it to you guys, and maybe put a link onto the podcast because that was insane. If if that's on if it's on YouTube, you we're, we're gonna basically add that to our yep, this is something yeah. we like playlist because <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start adding like shark match. So so this so this podcast is going to be on soundcloud as well as an audio version on the youtube on the yep i like wrestling youtube page as well as we're gonna add a, you know some other features we're gonna do some uh yep on the street which has been which is what the segment is gonna be coined where we're gonna just uh talk to wrestling fans on the street and uh and you know interviews as well with uh different people that's all wrestling related whether it be indie wrestlers sign wrestlers uh, I mean, sign wrestlers meaning to a major promotion, or even people of you know notable people that happen to be wrestling fans, you know, because uh, there's a lot of people out there that you really don't know that they like wrestling. Oh yes, for sure. You know? Like it's it's crazy how you come across certain people and like, oh, that's a wrestling. F- yeah, yeah, yep, I like wrestling. We're like yeah. a secret society. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are. We are. So like being a wrestling fan. What is being a wrestling fan to you? Respecting the product. That's basically like, you know, we don't use the word it's fake. We, we don't, wrestling fans don't say that. Like, we know what it is. Respecting the art of it. Respecting these people who have back problems, who can't walk, who can't remember. All for this quote unquote fake sport, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. That's what being a true fan is. Yeah, and I think also it's just like remembering to have fun and remembering that we are all in this together because there's so many other people that are into, I guess, real sports. Um, So, I don't know, just that. I mean, I love like seeing 
a random dude on the subway with a wrestling shirt and I just like too sweet him out of nowhere that's our, and he does yes. it without hesitation <laughs> you know that's the one thing that I love about being a wrestling fan is that no matter what any anybody from any different backgrounds if they're Republican Democrat any race we still all get together and we love each other and we all still mark the fuck out when anything happens yeah that, that is that is a pretty special feeling like example was like uh recently around halloween i actually uh was going to a party it was it wasn't even a halloween party it was actually a couple of days before halloween but there was halloween random halloween parties going on you know a couple of days before and i saw some dude dressed as a random wrestler i was trying to remember which one it was but it was um matter of fact it wasn't even random it was actually cactus jack but bang bang because he was wearing a flannel shirt and he was wearing so it was almost like he was foley so if you didn't know who he was trying to be you'd just be like oh that was just just like a lumberjack or he's just in his regular attire but i stopped and was like foley right (laughs) and dude stopped and literally and and the smile on his face was just like yes you got me you You know who i am so it's like it's almost like like that you know brotherhood sisterhood thing where you know when we identify each other as somewhere it's almost like another yeah it's it's It's, like it's like it's it's like a fraternity sorority type of situation yeah it's like a it's like a better cult yeah yes we're like cooler trekkies that's what we are yeah like cooler version of trekkies okay yeah I'm not a Trekkie. I'm a Star Wars nut. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> I've not watched either one, so I've never seen a Star Trek. never seen a Star Wars film. Never. Never. Not one. And there's people lining up with pitchforks Yeah, outside. I know. <laughs> so, um, they were already. Yeah. So this is uh, Teddy's first and possibly last time. <laughs> Have this, I been fired that quickly? Uh, on this Damn, podcast. I didn't anyone off yet. Jeez. Because, you know, yeah. you never watched one. Never watch one. Dude, you or like my Lord of the Rings. Never. Dude, you like my dentist, bro. <laughs> my, dentist, hey, my dentist. My hey, dentist is always. It's okay. He watches wrestling, so it's fine. It's fine. Wrestling community. What did, what did we just say? What did we just say? We accept each other. <laughs> okay. All right. I won't cast him out. Thank you. Yes, please. I didn't have to wear a, a scarlet W, you know, for wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of casting someone out, can't believe that someone didn't like the last Jedi. No, I didn't like it. All right, we're gonna have a, this is gonna be a whole nother conversation another time because uh, I have issues with both of you already, and we just started this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this Next week it'll be Sunny party. talking to himself. <laughs> yes. he's, he's had enough, and I'll be talking. I'll be talking so much shit about both of you. <laughs> One doesn't watch Star Wars. The other one <laughs> freaking didn't like The Last Jedi. I can't believe this shit. 30 minutes of him talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> ranting and raving on, on Alex and <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> Those ungrateful bastards. Yeah, that's how you have to start it. <laughs> um, so uh, this has been episode zero. Hope you guys get to know a little bit of who we are. This was fun. Nice to meet you, Alex. Nice to meet you. Amazing Let's do this again. You. You know? And I'll try to ugly it down a bit next time I see No, it's okay. I've gotten used to you. Yeah, like I, 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 I like so. it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to ugly it down a little bit next week. Okay. Which is, which is not going to be that hard. I have very low self-esteem. I only like to be surrounded by ugly people. Yes. So wait, is that why you've been friends with me for I, so well, long? Well, I didn't want to say it out loud, oh. but Son I mean, bitch. I guess cat's out of the bag. 
breaking kayfabe right now. Shout out to the cat. You remember her? Speaking of cat fights, see how I wrapped it around? Then we were right back to cat fights. <laughs> see, I'm perfect for this podcast. Shout out to Stacy Carter. You know yes. what? The cat was. Kitty. You, kitty, 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 oh, kitty. you know what? Deborah. I had a thing for Deborah. Oh, who did? The I had a, I had, I had a I thing had for Deborah. Deborah we all did. Oh, okay. Or, or as I she like to call her. She made me question my sexuality big time. She made me question my sexuality big time. Or as I like to call Deborah, Lana 0.1. Like she was the first oh, Lana with yeah. the parasuit. You know? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Right. yeah. And, and the other one that I was in love. Damn, I'm about to break down a lot of shit. So Stacey Kibler had a huge thing for her. Oh, love Stacey. I had a full-size poster of Stacey Kibler in my bedroom. Um, I want to measure Teddy's legs. Hers are longer Stacey's than mine. Legs, my friends did it. Would she do Well, uh, listen, yeah. when you do that, you can do that later when I'm done. <laughs> um, I really don't want to know. Um, she had 38 and a half inch legs, so of course I had to go measure mine, and mine just came in at 37. I was like, damn! Well, that whole summer I was like, yes, these 37 and a half inch legs, no one cared. No one cared. Oh, these old Stacy Keebler. <laughs> no one cares. Christ. But yeah, Stacy Keebler. Yeah, uh, Stacy Keebler. But I actually liked her more when she was, again, when she was in WCW. Miss Hancock? Yeah. That's a fun name to say. Oh, yeah. Hancock. Yeah. Yeah. It's a name and an action. <laughs> <laughs> with her with her power suits, yes. Shout out to Stacey Keebler. She has a baby now. She's a mom. She's a MILF. Yeah. Do you think that she'll come back to the Royal Rumble? I don't know. She kinda she she kinda like stepped away, you know, being a Clooney chick and then mm. it is it's almost like kinda taking a like it's, it's almost like uh taking a real huge step back. Even though I, don't, I have no idea what she's doing. She did date George Clooney. So she did date yeah, George Clooney. The, and for a minute, like she went, like Clooney took it to the Clooney took it to the Oscars. Yeah, you know, she was the one right before the she was the one right before the wife. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the right. worst position. You hate to be the one before the one who got the ring. I'm telling you, it was hot in Casa de Keebler that day when she saw that <laughs> shit on Entertainment Tonight. She's like that dirty motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Honey, you could have boiled an egg on Miss Keebler. She was so hot that day. Like, son of a bitch. I had to suck that old dick forever, and she gets that ring. Oh, it was hot in Casa de Keebler, let me tell you. I just imagine her, like, throwing her martini glass. And she, she was pissed. <laughs> she was pissed. She was tight, as my nephew would say, as the children say these days. She was tight. She was tight. She was heated. Those are my, that's my urban lingo, living uh. in Newark. That's all I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Stacy. Okay. <laughs> So who do you think will make an appearance in the women's Royal Rumble? Or who do you want to? Better yet, who do you want to? Trish and Lita. I mean, I think we'd all love to see one of those two. Yeah, that's like can, no can Lita go, though? Because what about that neck? neck? Yeah, that yeah, neck. Right? Um, if it's a one-night-only thing, I yeah. feel like maybe we could push the neck just a little yeah. bit. I mean, Kurt Angle hurt his neck, and then yeah. he came back with a shield. So if it's a one-night-only thing where she just came back for the Rumble, I I would love to see it. I mean, maybe the Divas Battle Royale where Sunny literally walked into the ring and she was the first one eliminated. Like, just... Yeah. They yeah, could do you, that with Lita, like, make her, like, the third person. No. Just see, hearing her music hit, I think, would be a, a oh, huge yeah. pop. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. Her music hits, but if either she comes out first or if Trish comes out first to have them stand in the middle of the ring and face yeah, down. Yeah, that would be Do you, good. Could you imagine Oh, the you mean like them being the, fir- the first two? That would be no, awesome. No, not the first two. I'm saying like there's a few girls in the, uh, in the, in the ring 
but they're all like kind of knocked out like hanging around in the corner yeah, and yeah. then like Lita comes out and Trish like turns around and they're like face to face in the middle of the ring and they're like about to like hit each other and somebody maybe Nia Jax I don't know comes out of nowhere and maybe eliminates the both of them that would be oh, okay. but that Sean. the energy in that ring would be amazing or even if Mickey James is already in the ring and Trish's music hits and they face each other in the middle of the ring I feel like that'd be a good one too yeah that would be pretty dope yeah I feel like there's a lot of moments where a lot of people are expecting those moments to see like those old rivals come back yeah um, I know Victoria is going to be in town. She's fighting in the House of Hardcore. So maybe she might be making make an appearance as well. I think she could still go. I mean, hey. Yeah, you she got... still goes. She's, she wrestles. She's going to wrestle in the House of Hardcore. So she could she could still go. I can see her coming back for Lisa sure. Lisa Marie Varon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who else? Who else? I'm, I'm guessing a lot of ruthless aggression divas. Like I maybe would love Maurice. to see. You know who, who, who always had another thing for it? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm basically like answering this question throughout the entire podcast. I always had a thing for Gail, Gail Kim. Okay, yeah. Something she about, quite found so, the tread that she needed. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was nice to look at. Gail Kim eliminated herself during a battle royal. She did. Wasn't <laughs> she with the tying of the shoe or she jumped over the... Yeah. She, no, she just, she just like jumped out. She's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it started. She did that, yeah. 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 Well, that was like, she was getting tired of WWE. Yes. And, oh, yeah, okay. She was almost on the way out. Um, do you think any of the Mae Young uh, women might... May Young my, classic women? My God. Not May Young. Yeah, yeah. For a second, I was like, <laughs> May Young's oh, dead. May Young. I, oh, I love anything May Young did. If I her hand just like sticks out of the grave oh, with the Undertaker. <laughs> I would love that. By the way, when we, because we have that uh, Mark Henry interview, Mark Henry told a, a freaking awesome story about May Young. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, when, I loved when it, May yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty good. It Miss pretty Royal nice. Rumble with the, the breast. It's still, oh, my God. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> my nephews and I watched that at least a thousand times. It was the funniest thing ever. All right, real random story. So when we, so I had bought a costume for uh, for one of my, my parties that I did back in the day, and it was the shocker, you know, one in the pink, two in the stink. Oh, actually, no, it's the other way around. Two in the pink, one in the stink. Well, it, it depends on what day it is, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, so you know, you know, so anyway, um, so I had that costume. I remember, you know, going to the club, bartender's like, hey, so, so who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm the soccer. And she's like, but what, what's the soccer? And I'm like, and I just do the hand movement and I start going, you know, turning my hand <laughs> like my costume. And as I turn it sideways and I, and I motion it forward, forward and backwards, she went, Oh my God! You're so nasty. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, that's why I'm the soccer. Some people <laughs> just need a diagram. <laughs> so, the funny thing is that I still had that costume, and then you know, about a year or two later, that's when I started getting into doing like more and more of the uh, wrestling viewing parties. And I was like, We did one for Hell in a Cell, which was right around Halloween. So we were doing a, a costume party as well. And I said, Wait a minute! I got that. I got that that soccer costume. Let me get the soccer costume out of storage. I took, I basically opened up the the all, the entire hand, and I became hand, and I wore oh. that as my costume at, oh. at the at the event. That's good. And people were cracking up because they were like, you know, people that didn't get it, it was like, oh, I'm May Young and Mark Henry's kid. <laughs> good times. Yeah, I, was I just hand. remember the the reveal that she was pregnant. You know, me and my friends, we were watching it, and it was just the funniest thing. When the I'm pregnant, hilarious. When the hand came out and oh, they just good. said, "Give me a young hand." Yeah. 
And they all started. Pat Patterson throwing up. Gerald Briscoe <laughs> throwing oh. up. I was throwing up. <laughs> when they all looked in the camera and just started clapping, that shit was the freaking best payoff. Yeah. The payoff was stupid, but the the reveal, it, I, and then the Dudleys putting up through a table, and then Jr. That's a pregnant woman. Hilarious. <laughs> the f- and the funniest thing was like Bubba's face, just like the the, euphor- the What is it? The euphoric, orgasmic trance yeah. of Bubba Ray Dudley. Oh, God. oh you yeah. cannot get those moments back. No, you not at all. You can't. We can never like, no, do that. That woman's 80 years old. For God's sake, she's pregnant. Really, JR? <laughs> really? You said those two things together? Is God's she sake, she has or a she... baby. <laughs> yeah. All you see her is this, in this Christmas sweater, and he power bombs the shit out of her. There he is, that, that, and that orgasmic trance of his. Damn you, Bubba Ray. Like, oh, God. You, best moments ever. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that was such a great moment. <laughs> so good. Damn, you, I, I think I'm going to go back. I'm going to go home and watch it. Did she have a neck brace, this. too? Yes, yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, she did. Oh, that's oh, right. She did. So, shout oh. out to Mae Young. That's shout a out. One. Yes, that's the Rest original Rest in peace to Mae Young. That's OG yes. right there. Yeah, yeah. It, that she was, it, I mean, damn, it's a shame that she came along in the time that she did, because if she would have came along now, she would have put everybody to, she would have put everybody to shame. Yeah. Because she was, I mean... To do that at 80, she imagine was a what she, imagine she, she could have done when she was younger. Yeah. Oh my God. That, she was a badass. Yeah, man. But um, all right. So I think we're gonna say uh, so long on that note. And um, this is a taste. This is what we're gonna be doing. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a lot of stuff, but it's all gonna be about wrestling. So on behalf of myself, my name is Sunny Sofrito. Thank you so much. Say. Say so long. Say. This is how we do it. So long. <laughs> Farewell. This is Alex, the blue-haired diva. Ah yes, and Teddy, the greatest general manager of Yeah, I like wrestling. I'll see you next time. And thanks a lot. Thanks for joining. Uh, please subscribe. Yep, ILW on Insta- on uh, t- YouTube, SoundCloud, and you can find us everywhere else. Uh, you can check us out on the website. Yep, ILW.com. Yep, I like wrestling.com. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye.